0: Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to the Stylogram Podcast. This is your host and fashion BFF, Malika Singhania, and we're going to talk about all things stylish. Today we have with us the super hot actor, Vivan Bhatina. Literally guys, the room just got 20 degrees hotter with him here. He's going to tell us all about himself and what gets him ticking. Hi, Vivan. Hi, Malika. How are you? So good to have you here.
1: Thank you for having me and it's a pleasure.
0: A pleasure too. So, Vivan, tell us about yourself. Where did you grow up in your childhood?
1: Uh, Nothing really that interesting, but (laughs) I grew up in Mumbai. I'm born and raised here. And um, um, besides that, I went to, um, if you want to know about my schooling, I went to Manichae Cooper School and I did my college in Jai College. Uh, Never really did much attend much of college. Sorry, sir, if you can hear (laughs) me now. Anyway, Shiv Dasani was my uh, principal at that time. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I, I grew up. I'm a complete Bombay boy. Um, I uh, started, um, my career actually started with me in college, in fact, uh, started at a really young age, and I kind of fell into it. You know, I was do, I was doing, um, I was interested in theater and stuff like that at an early age because it was easy, the easiest way to get to know girls. And it was like, you know. Um, <laughs> That's honest. <laughs> yeah, no, very honestly, because it was like the, and like, you know, at one point I became popular in college. And and stuff like that and so I was like president of the French club and I can't speak French and stuff like that but it was great fun but you know you do all these stupid things in college and then uh, you never know where it's going to lead you and I was at Malhar in fact we were performing and we were just rehearsing outside the hall and um, there were these scouts from Levi's jeans were there and um, they you know they were like hey you would you like to do a commercial and there was a friend of mine who was I was hitting on at that point friend yeah anyway <laughs> so she, I was uh, quote-unquote friend yeah, quote-unquote friend so they kind of they was like oh you know both of y'all can do it and stuff I was like cool I get to hang out with them." so I'm like "They be really like pay you 2,000 rupees I was like wow let's get paid also it's amazing
0: wait and how old were you
1: I must have been eighteen, I think eighteen, nineteen. Okay. I don't know about that age, anyway. So when Levi's was launched in India, I was part of that first campaign, and then um, I never really thought about it actually. I just like, yeah, cool. You know, I was in college I was like, whoa, this guy's done Levi's and wow, 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 and everything. I got really popular, and that's what I, that was the extent of that. And then one day, what happened was another friend of mine was going for uh, some clothes trials or something to Polygram, which is a which was uh, Radhika Rao and uh, Vinay Sapro's office at that time, and they were very famous for making music videos. So they saw me, and the casting person she said that you know you know would you like to do a music video? I'm like yeah, why not? Like, what I don't even know what a music video is at that point, so I'm like yeah, I'll do it. So I know and um, yeah, found, and
0: then you came in Falguni Partas yeah, video, right? Yeah, exactly. And then which Falguni, was many
1: exactly, and uh, that kind of became a monster hit. Overnight. It
0: really did. Like that was my I wouldn't say childhood because I'm not that young, but <laughs> I remember watching it a lot as a teenager and I can't believe I'm talking to you right now.
1: Exactly. I mean I'm I, it's very weird because I that is one of those videos that people still come back to me and say, Oh, when I saw you in that video, I had such a huge crush on you and stuff. I was like, Okay, that's amazing. But I mean, like that was like so. Yeah, but long you road. were
0: like the teenage girl crush at that time. Yeah,
1: I was like this cutesy chocolate boy kind of Parsi boy, so I guess that, <laughs> that kind of worked for me. But yeah, so one thing led to another, I did like eight music videos. Videos, I was I went for I went to, um, funnily enough, uh, I went to Mr. India. And I know, uh, it's,
0: so tell us about that, the grass in Mr. India, right?
1: Yeah, and the you know, <laughs> thing is, I mean, I, you're not going to believe it, but I was like, I'd gone to hol- I'd gone for a holiday to go out with my friends and my, I was coming back and I was nice and fat and round because I just had a lot of beer and prawns and God knows what. And my mom's like, listen, I'm sending you for this uh, pageant and all because it's my mom's dream to see me as, um, you know, this uh, model and this and that You all. So she oh, said, wow. I'm sending you for this contest. and all. I'm like yeah whatever doesn't matter you know whatever so I, I went uh, so they called me for this uh, local round and all that and I went there completely like super overconfident because I had nothing to lose you know so I just went there stood on stage with my big fat pot belly and like I just stood there and, and they asked me a couple of questions what do you do where are you from and I answered really well I answered you know funnily and I had a sense of humor about me. So, uh, you know, the, they really liked me and they said, uh, you know, what would you do if you win and all that stuff. So I said, uh, depends on how much money you, how much, what the prize money is and all.
0: Are so, you serious?
1: Yeah, so it was like, the, uh, he, I was just making nonsense because I, I never expected to get through. So, uh, and then I got a letter from them, from uh, the bitlers, saying that, you know, you're through for the finals in Cal. Wow. So I was like, okay, I'm going to calculate. fine, great fun. So I did it for fun and I was there and I should be the biggest, um, you know... Um, um. I don't know what I call it. I mean, procrastinator. I should run away from all the dance class and the yoga and all that. Wait, so I,
0: you had dance class? Yeah,
1: yeah. So we had this stupid dance that we had to do for the introduction of Mister India and stuff. <laughs> Where and I can't really dance. I mean, I have no no uh, qualms about it. I, I can't dance really well. So I can move a little bit and I can you know freestyle it and all. And I told the choreographer he was from Denmark and he was really 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 sweet and he said, listen, you know, I'll put you at the back, don't worry. But you dance. I said, listen, I can't move to save my life. Eventually, <laughs> I ended up in the center. somewhere And uh, I was so stressed about it. I think that was the most stressful part of Mr. India. The rest of it, I wasn't even bothered. People were really like, you know, pumping their muscles up. And like, I was just like,
0: That's what I was going to ask you, you know. We all know so much about the women's uh, Miss India. Uh But what's it like with Mr. India? Are the men like on an adrenaline rush and like... Pumping up and like how is it? What's now?
1: It like? Now it's changed quite a lot. At that point, of course, it was more about Mister. There was there were two contests. There was like Mister India and there was um, the the Glad contest. And the Glad Rags was more about your body and about you about your body image. And uh, Mister India was more about your personality and what kind of person you are. So that's why I went for that one because it, it made more sense to me because Wait, I had one I had no more body. question. Uh, was
0: there a swimming costume round? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I I'm telling you, like I oh, there been, was there was there was we I stood on stage very uh, very. Cont- Differently in my, but I had lost a little bit of weight to, to my advantage because of all the dancing and all that nonsense that I did. I'd lost a little bit of weight. So I looked presentable. I was, I never had a six pack or anything, but I had a flat tummy and I looked nice. Like, you know, that was, that was the extent of it. Okay. And all these guys were ripped in all that stuff. And you were like six pack, eight pack, 10 pack, all that. And I wasn't bothered. I was eating biscuits and whatever I get my hand on.
0: Oh my God, they must hate you.
1: Yeah. They used to hate me. Everyone used to hate me. And then when I won, they used to, they were like cursing the life on me. they're like you have rigged it you have done something you must have slept around you must have done I was like I didn't do anything I just like so I, I was had, actually I answered gonna,
0: well. I was gonna ask you what are the three qualities that a, that a guy needs to become a model but I don't think you'll have an answer for that
1: no honestly I I fell into it I wouldn't advise anybody at this time you know this time and date in 2016 to even become a model Why? because it's it's pointless. Uh, you won't make any serious money. You know, there are, there's a model bond every minute. Unless you, of course, unless you are exceptional... And you have like you're an you know you're an A plus and you you need to be there you have the body you have the everything you have the talent and all then go for it you know but most of them um, don't you know and everybody today has a good physique but is
0: it different from the the Miss India because you know it is a gateway to Bollywood for the Miss Indias it
1: the guys don't get shit honestly they don't get the kind of attention that uh, the Miss Indias get and you know the backing because they have Times of India backing them and stuff the guys don't really get it you know. They they don't, they don't, and even for us, when I won the contest after that, people knew who I was, but you know, it, it didn't help me in any way. I still had to pave my own way. Okay. So that was what uh, made it even tougher because we didn't get that push that we really required. Okay. And in fact, it was so strange that they didn't even use us, use their own winner in their own uh, branding campaign because they were like, oh, because in India, every, everybody's got this huge ego. So it's like, oh, the agency responsible is different from this part of this thing. So, Mr. India does not... uh, So, the agency... And like one of my friends is doing the campaign and he calls me up. He's like, listen, didn't you win the Grasom thing? He's like, I said, yeah. So he's like, why am I doing the campaign then? And I'm like, I oh don't my know. God. <laughs> I'm like, anyway, like so And
0: open. he didn't participate. No, he didn't
1: participate. He was just a model and he, you know, and he ended up doing the campaign. I was like happy for him, but I was a little yeah. irritated but with the fact that we didn't really get odd, the option. Yeah, yeah we yeah. didn't yeah. even get so the option. So do you
0: think your struggle started after uh, winning? Because you did a lot of TV after that.
1: I um, actually went for MTV and uh, I entered the VJ hunt and I won that uh, with uh, Anusha and Ramona and Aditya and me and Sophie. So okay. we were the five winners. And uh, unfortunately for us, they never had any work for us because they already were overloaded with VJs. Oh so, my God. Yeah. So like after a year or so, we kind of, we I mean, I quit and I wanted to move to bigger things and stuff and I wanted to do something. So I, um, um, I moved to television right. and theater. So I did about seven years of television after that. Yeah. In fact, in fact, I I was one of the cast of Kyuki Sansbikavi Bauti yeah. also. I did that. It was strange. Which but, was
0: the best experience in uh, television for you?
1: See, you know, you know, television is like I'll tell you what. There, it's it's extremely tough. But there's no good experience. It's all hard work, real determination, grit, really biting down and saying that listen, I need to do this. And for me, the best part of television was that it. Really f- I, It was like Trial by fire okay. I mean You really had You know You had uh, You had to Put yourself in a situation Where directors would abuse you And say Bloody Kahan se le ke and you, know, you know Give you in your face And say You can't act And what the f*** is wrong with you And like you know So um, We I mean Used to I've, I've been in tears At one point literally Because you know Like on the set And I used to be like What the f*** I, Maybe I can't do it You know And that kind of thing yeah. And my Hindi wasn't that great at, at that point So I used to sit with the sound guy and he used to teach me how to improve my clarity I had this major issue of roll, uh, roll you know like rolling, rolling my tongue. tongue yeah rolling my tongue and I used to kind of I speak very fast if, as you can tell so uh, he had he had to you know teach me how to slow down enunciate and he said listen hear yourself and he said, okay you start reading a Hindi newspaper and after that, I got really good. Like I used to, I used to do it religiously, so I yeah. got really, really good. Like in fact, I, I once I met I met Ayan once at a party or something, and Ayan says, "Bloody hell, your Hindi is damn good, yeah." And I was like, "Yeah, so." Why is that surprising? So he's like, No, but you're Baba. How's your Hindi so good? I said, Yeah, I took some practice.
0: Yeah.
1: But I mean, then I hosted shows in Hindi. I did, you know, I did IFA in Hindi. I did lots was of stuff. Watch this
0: while you were doing TV? Because after TV, then you got Chakde, which was, I think, your one. It was during actually. Break.
1: It was during actually, Malika. You know, the thing is with um, with people like me who are who are struggling, and their struggle never really ends. Hopefully, it does sometime or the other. But. Um, it, what happens is that you have to do multiple things. You can't put all your eggs in one basket, as they say. So I was doing TV and I used to do films on the side. So I never really went all out to do films. The only I took that call when I, when I uh, got totally frustrated with television. You know, like it, it just the monies weren't there anymore. The market had dried up. The same old bullshit was being made. So I kind of took a step back from that. And it's been about five, six years since I haven't touched television at all. And... Um Except for factor, which I did. But that was, was a reality show. It was not yeah. nothing to do with, you know, commercial uh, yeah. Hindi uh, GEC stuff. And uh, t- I took a conscious call and so, and, because I spoke to my wife. I said, you know, I'm making a potload of money, but I hate this thing. I just hate it.
0: Why? There was no creative satisfaction.
1: Forget creative. See, you know, thing is, actually, I've learned one thing, you know, everyone says, oh, you should always love what you do and stuff like that. But the love what you do is fine. The love what you do doesn't pay you. Yeah. It's hate, very rare where you yeah, get. Yeah, it's very rare, and I congratulate those people who can who love their job and say that oh, I love this and it pays me so bloody well. Right, it never bloody happens to me at least. I've never come across that point where. So I, I in fact wanted to make an alternative career as well. So I took up photography.
0: Right.
1: I studied it. I religiously studied it till till a point till now where um I'm one of the I'm. I would not blow my own trumpet to say, but I'm one of the best beauty guys uh, in beauty and fashion.
0: Oh really? Uh, out there,
1: Yeah. So oh, I do. We didn't
0: know about this. Yeah. So tell us about this. Tell us about your photography.
1: Uh, yeah. So basically I do beauty and fashion, as I okay. said, and uh, I was always, I was always interested in portraiture and my dad was a photographer also, and I never really took it up. You know, it's that point when you, whatever your dad says doesn't yeah. like, yeah, whatever types, you know, he had this expensive camera. I never really used it. And it just, like, it's still with me, but I can't use it anymore. Then I started, um, one day I just said, you know what, I just started clicking and it just happened. And I started studying online and I started, I took took it up seriously. Yeah. I started investing in, in my own lights, in my studio, all this stuff. And that's when I started really enjoying what I do. Okay. I love photography. I love creating and stuff, but it doesn't pay the bills. Okay. So you have to come back to stuff like film, television. Film yeah. is amazing. I mean, like, you know, like Hero was one of the best experiences of my life. It was the hardest thing to do. But yeah. it was amazing. Like even when I did, when I shot a uh, completed Dangal with Mr. Khan just now. And that also, I mean, it was three months of training with, you know, yeah. with him on that for wrestling. Yeah.
0: So wait it's, one second. So let's backtrack. So okay. then you finished TV and mm. then you got into photography or you got into film?
1: Okay. There's, this is a long story. I've been in the industry for about almost 20 years now. So anyway, so I continued uh, TV and film at the same time Okay, at about seven films.
0: So what do you think has been your most significant movie till now? Not just in terms of your role, but in terms of your experience and in terms of your growth personally?
1: Um, Hero has been one, I think uh, my favorite. Uh, film that I've done, because, not only because I had, uh, it's been the largest part of, you know, largest part that I've been offered, and it's because Nikhil allowed me the space to act and grow and, you know, shape my character, which is very, very difficult because, automatically, when you're a model and when you come from and you look a certain way, people assume you can't act. Yeah. You know, you can't do this and ah no, it's going to as I know and when we were talking outside also I told you that you know the first day was such a humbling experience for me because everyone everyone's had these expectations of like nothing from me.
0: Yeah. And
1: then when I delivered they were like, Oh wow, this guy can deliver, so maybe we should use him and maybe we can, you know, do it. and then they started seeing rushes and they were like, Okay, maybe we can do this and maybe we can do that and you know and from one thing led to another and I remember Nikhil uh, coming to me and saying, You watch People are going to be lining out outside your door for offering you roles or it didn't happen. But I mean, unfortunately. No, but I think
0: you got a lot of uh, critical acclaim for it. I mean, I think it def- your performance and your look definitely created a buzz. And uh-huh. I think you prepared a lot for the movie because you looked amazing.
1: Yeah, that was a, that was hell. I mean, like I, I remember I was, um, I'd already invested more in my body and in my look than what I'd got paid for the film. And I was putting in money By the day You know And I had In fact I was like Losing money So I told her, you know, was telling sir That you know uh, In fact when they offered me Katti Bhatti I was like Please give me some money Because I need to pay For that film <laughs> So uh, in fact they uh, Based on Hero They offered me Karti Bhatti And you know Unfortunately the films Didn't do well But they were um, it I guess too many people too many cooks and all whatever it doesn't matter. I think
0: they gave you prominence though, and I think that you and Tanisha definitely stuck out as like the two anchors of the show, which is what I felt, and I'm quite involved in the whole <laughs> celebrity uh, reality TV shows.
1: I hope uh, Colors TV also saw it that way, but and for unfortunately I think they had their money on other people anyway yeah, be, I, that was a wonderful experience Tanisha's good friend and you know it was in, the first thing that she told me is eh, we're going to Argentina uh, we'll have some great time and it was like the hardest thing that any both of us have ever done she got a little luckier, luckier than me because she didn't have to do all the physical stuff but I got killed I was like 45 days of bloody boot camp for me and um,
0: yeah it showed it actually showed that you were doing some of the toughest stunts I think people depended yeah. on you a lot as well
1: yeah, it was like I was the go-to person and in fact, you know, when uh, by the end of it, I was uh, dealing with a lot of things. There were lots of, the, the, you know, there were a lot of inside politics between players. There was lots of politics from the channel and there was lots of things happening and, you know, and things, shady things happening, which we were really, it was happening in front of us, which we were like uh, trying to avoid and not, Get into because you know, we wanted to play the game, you know, we came here to play the game, and you know, by the end of it, i had realized a lot of people had come with minimum guarantees and stuff like that, which I didn't even know existed. So, wow. yeah, so I didn't even know that all this happened. So, you know. it
0: is rigged, uh, to a certain yeah, extent, yeah. I
1: mean, like, oh, it's not rigged, but yeah, you know, you they can generally, gen, you know, gently push you in that direction, I guess. So, they kind of see at the end of the day, you must realize something that it is a show. It is entertainment, and that's where I made my peace with it. When I when I said this to myself, saying that, "Vivan, it's a show, like every TV show. They need to make it entertaining. It's right. not their fault. Yeah? yeah, you know they they need to show. Because what happens is, like you know, they can come up with the most elaborate stunt, and on paper it sounds amazing, but like somebody like me would go and rip the stunt apart in one and a half minute.
0: Yeah,
1: and uh, then they wouldn't have any footage. He's like, "Arey to kar liya? Ab kya <laughs> And they didn't have anything. And like, you know, none of us were, we weren't fighting. They tried to do that also. They, they got, they got one of their big boss experts in and stuff like that. And, and she was like, she's so sweet. But she's, she's so like, you know, she's like, she'll try and pull these little strings and say that, oh, you know, she, like, you know, they'll, poor Arjun will get this thing in his mic, uh, mic and ask us these shady questions and try to get us to fight. And initially we kind of played into it and we fought a bit and stuff like that. But, at the end of the day, we were like, you know, why are we fighting? You know, why yeah. this is not, we, we're just coming to participate. We used to make peace with each other and then support the other team. So they were like, what the hell is going on? How can y'all support the other team? you are supposed to do this. So none of the things that they were trying to do really worked. Yeah. Actually, they experimented a lot with us. This is the first time they tried teams. Okay. And then they tried to, what <laughs> what happened was when they did a team selection, um, what's his name? I forgot his name also now. Uh, the other captain uh, against Tanisha, he goofed up. He chose a very weaker chose a weaker team. Now what happened was we started killing them in all the stunts. So then they started. Then they what what happened was they couldn't really show, you know, that it it was too imbalanced. So then yeah. they what they did was, okay, take Vivan out of this equation and yeah, put him into the that, other team. Yeah, And I was like, what the hell? Why me? What the hell? So, I was like, okay, put him in the other team. So, I got put in uh, in the other team and then I got made captain of the team. And the team had already fallen apart because uh, the previous captain had not held it together. He didn't know how to captain them. And they were all young. The youngest kids were with me. So I had a broken up, which I had to get this team back together. And then they would question everything I did. Like, you know, uh, not the no, team members, but you know, Arjun would say, why did you choose this? I think it was the wrong call. I'm like, yeah, that's because I lost the stunt. If I'd won the stunt, then you would have said it's the bloody right call to do. Yeah. So I'm going by technical things, you know, like if, and uh, if they don't deliver, it's not my fault. But eventually it became they're like, oh, you're the captain. You chose them. So you're in elimination. I'm like, what? I don't know what's happening yeah, to me. You went in
0: quite a few eliminations. I went in all. Happen.
1: I was like, till the end, I was still in the elimination. And in fact, Arjun was like, you become the elimination expert, you keep throwing people out. I'm like, that's not what I want to be. Either. In fact, there was only one elimination that I didn't go into. And wow. it was, yeah, because, um, I think I, we kind of, uh, nailed the stunt initially. So that was, it's, yeah, honestly, it was a, it was a really trying time because, um, back home I'd never been away from my family for that long so my wife and in fact uh, she was having a hard time dealing with it also because 45 days is quite a thing so she was uh, in fact dealing with it so she would call me on the phone and the um, you know the thing is that you you can't even carry a phone to the scent you can't yeah. uh, there's no there's no contact as such and you'd get like three hours of sleep because you come home as this aquada trying to eat something get back to sleep and the next morning you've got a stunt at seven o'clock you're gonna be in the bus so uh, you know, you would try and finish a conversation also like at 3 in the morning because that was the only time that you could, you know, the time difference or whatever. And it was it was just bizarre how so many things, are fa- you know, play on your mind at that point.
0: Yeah. And
1: by the end of it, I think I had just given up. I didn't lose the stunt. I just like threw it away. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, I just, I was so frustrated because it was, I was tired. And what happened was, in fact... Um, and there was a stunt there was a bus stunt where uh, me and Siddharth were against each other and they had hung Stanisha and uh, was, I forgotten the name I'm so <laughs> anyway so they uh, my teammate, they had hung up <laughs> from the bus and um, uh, I'm very bad with names I don't know what happens uh-huh. um, so they hung and we had to pull this chain and like lower them and stuff like that and then run to this point and dig into something and find a lever and then get it to get this thing and then go and blow this bus up and stuff like that and what happened was What obviously You guys didn't see Was the stunt Was stopped three times Why? Some some technical malfunction Or Siddharth's chain Would get stuck Basically for on his side Okay So I, by the time I actually was saying I was exhausted My In fact my hands were bleeding yeah. There was blood On all the chains And stuff like that There was I, And uh, by the time I got to it, I have never been That physically exhausted Ever And that was like One of the last days And I gave it everything And, I'd lost, and uh, besides giving it everything We didn't and we caught up to them also. After doing all that, you know, all that drama, we caught up to them. We reached the mound, and our bloody lever was right at the bottom, which even the stunt people couldn't get through with their hands. We had to dig through our hands. Oh. They had to use a shovel to get to it. Okay. So there's no way to get to it, you know. And that was so frustrating for me. And I, I just gave up. I went. Yeah. To, I just went to the van and went to sleep. So that went to hospital because he his hands were cut and stuff like that.
0: Oh my I was god. like, listen,
1: I can deal with it. It's okay. Just give me some debt, all. Oh and, my god. <clears throat> literally, yeah, He had to. He had exhaustion and everything. He went to the hospital. We both fe- almost fainted Because it was like hot And we had to There was a It was 100 feet And uh, every time you pull the chain the I think every 5 meters It moved an inch Okay So you're pulling 5 meters It would move 1 inch down Yeah Oh god it was hell
0: Oh, my God. So,
1: yeah, all these things. That no, was but that I
0: think it's great that you're sharing these stories because I think <laughs> it tells our listeners that success might look easy, but it never is. There's a lot of struggle involved.
1: Yeah, and it never ends. And it
0: never <laughs> ends. And hopefully it will end soon yeah, with uh, with Dangal. On that note, let's take a break. And when we come back, Vivan is going to tell us a really funny fashion pop that he made. Hey guys, welcome back. And now we're going to talk to Vivan about some style tips and some tips and tricks that he uses. Okay. So, Vivan, tell us a few trends that you follow these days.
1: Um, the only thing I keep myself updated about is probably my hair because that, uh, my hair changes my face quite a bit. And at the moment I kind of let go of that, my I start looking older or I, you know, I don't, um, I, I don't look my best. So that's one thing that I do. Uh, so how
0: keep. do you, tell tell our listeners how you kind of take care of your hair or groom it? Are there any tips or tricks that they can apply um, as well?
1: Honestly the old I I'm a believer in the you know the old is gold kind of thing and the old methods are the best and um there is uh, there is one oil that I kind of use and I, I you know actually your hair is only about how good your scalp is okay and uh, that's one thing that uh, I've understood how th- you know like the thickness of your scalp determ- determines the thickness of your hair and the mobility in it and you know how much it moves and stuff like that and uh, that is the that is the key actually yes it does act as a conditioner oil but the uh, oil is a responsible for you know getting your scalp a little thicker and giving it that um, you know that essence of collagen or whatever that requires to give you that much hair Okay. and so that's what I use I don't use anything I, d- I try and avoid as much product as I can Hairsprays and all kill your hair yeah. straightening weightening all that stuff I don't do any of it I so just
0: how often do you oil your hair
1: once a month or twice okay. a month, maybe. I don't even, uh, the, thing was, uh, the the best thing that my dad taught me was, my dad had a full head of hair before he passed away at 60. So he told me, he said, you know, don't wash your hair every day. And uh, I said, why, you know, sticky, so sweaty and stuff. He said, no, you just need to wash it with water. You don't need to wash it with shampoo every day. Don't put chemicals in your head if you don't need to.
0: Okay. So
1: that was one thing that I, um, you know, and as far as uh, I, I buy a kale shampoo. Okay. I use I use all natural products. I don't use anything that is got a lot of chemicals in it and stuff. I don't believe in those things in any case. Okay. So I buy an organic shampoo. I buy an. Uh, I use oil as a conditioner. Yeah. And those things really work. I mean, like, have you seen a rickshawala who's bald?
0: No, Half, I mean,
1: to be sounding very racist, but all these bahiyas have great hair because they oil their hair every day. Yeah, that's ha- true. It's it's so funny, but it's true. I mean, yeah. like it's it's a simple goddamn technique. Yeah, and that uh, you know the thing that Amitabh Bachchan promotes and that stinky oil that he uses yeah. is, is amazing for your hair. Yeah. So that's- I mean, I just I just follow that simple technique, and that's that's all I do. Of course, I do my hairstylist and all. Please keep giving me these um, fancy products to use and all. But when I do go out for a event or something, I kind of gel my hair. Oh, I use a little bit of product, but that's about it.
0: Okay, and any tips on uh, how to maintain your body? Because obviously you have a great body, but obviously our listeners probably can't achieve that without a lot of work. So something that could be quick, because most of them are on the move. Most of our listeners would be. Um, on the
1: move. You know, unfortunately, where your body is concerned, and where you want to, what your physique goals are, is different for every person, and what your fitness goals are, is different for every person. A simple thing that I can tell you is that um, sugar is the the worst for you. I mean, there's like a billion things that sugar does that in your body that can harm you. So avoid sugar. And like, it's like literally like a narcotic where you will be so addicted to it. It happens to me also. I'm a big sugar fiend, you know, like I, I need, if I have cake one day, I need like sugar the next day. I need my sugar fix. And that's, that's, that's your telltale sign of something that's bad for you when you need it. So avoid sugar in your coffee, in your tea and all that stuff. Avoid sugar as much as possible. And have natural sugar. If you can, if you want to, that's fine. But if you avoid sugar and uh, just start with that, uh, that'll be your first step. You'll see yourself a lot healthier. You won't find yourself sleepy in the afternoon. Find yourself energetic. You'll find yourself sharper. And uh, those things make a lot of difference, of course. Uh, then later on, of course, it goes to different levels where you want to eliminate carbohydrates. You want certain types of yeah. carbohydrates, certain foods. And another quick tip I would give you is that don't eat anything that comes in a packet. Okay. You know, don't do not do that. Eat natural food. That's the best for you. Don't eat chips and don't eat all that stuff. It's, unless right. you're dying in a desert yeah. somewhere where you have to eat it to survive, don't eat it.
0: Yeah, But those are easy enough to follow. So yeah, I'm glad you gave them to us. And tell us a fashion faux pas that you might have had or you've seen recently.
1: My biggest fashion faux pas was my Ed Hardy phase, I think when i went through this really weird phase of wearing these tight t-shirts i didn't even have a great physique at that point or oh, any great body or whatever it was these really tight Ed Hardy t-shirts and i and i looked like a clown when i see my pictures now and i was like why the hell did i even go through and of course one more thing that i did was which was very happening in the modeling scene that time was wear lenses colored lenses And I just, I look at myself and I look look like a blind person or something, you know, somebody who's got a cataract or something like that. And I was like, I I look so stupid. I can't believe I did this. And um, even when I got into photography, I realized one thing is then, you know, a lot of people say it, but I've seen it through the lens where uh, what you have naturally is what's meant for you. Yeah. No matter how much, yeah, there are people who have had cosmetics work done where it works for them, but um, it will, you know, it. There are, those instances are very far and few. Yeah, and just uh, there's just too many things that can go wrong and like you know (laughs) that's why I mean I would say that stay away from anything that's unnatural try and stick to what you think if you lose enough weight or you think you generally will look nice and you look your like your best you so that's what you all you require actually
0: okay great so on that note let's take a short break and when we come back we're going to have a super fun rapid fire round with Vivan. Welcome back guys, we're here with Vivan and he's going to answer some really fun questions. Are you ready for a rapid fire round?
1: Yeah, I'm ready. Okay,
0: great. Vivan, where would you shop on a budget in Bombay? H&M. Okay. Secret to success?
1: Keep getting up because you're going to get knocked down very often.
0: Okay. Style is?
1: Style is comfort.
0: What is your everyday style?
1: Comfortable, Um I guess comfortable is the word that defines my fashion. If you see what I'm wearing now, just in, it's a t-shirt that makes you, you know, uh, makes you look good, and uh, uh, jeans that fits really well. That's I think that's enough for anybody.
0: Okay, most fashionable in Bollywood, male and female.
1: Most fashionable Sonam is obviously uh, female. There's no, there's no doubt. Uh, male uh, is a little hard to say. Uh, who would I say is the most fashionable male? Ranveer.
0: Ranveer Singh.
1: Mate. Yeah, Ranveer Singh, maybe. Okay. Yeah.
0: When did you first realize you were famous?
1: You know, honestly, the first time I realized I was famous when I did one episode of New where I just had this one stupid turn and look into the camera and then everybody on the road... And I went for a film after that. And everybody on the road knew me. I was like, what the hell? I just did one turn <laughs> and all that. And they were like, everybody knew me and they were screaming out my name. I was like, wow, that's amazing.
0: Nice. Which actor did you most enjoy working with so far?
1: Um, Amir Sir is by far the best uh, you know, co-star ever I mean, he's so He's so understanding So humble And he's, it humbles you In fact, that he's so humble And I keep asking him I say, how are you so nice? I mean, like you know, It's just amazing And uh, he's by far He gives you these amazing tips And you can pick up So many nuances from him It's it's amazing
0: Right Favorite word?
1: Favorite word? Uh, I'm, I'm not allowed to abuse On this thing right? <laughs> <laughs> No, my favorite word is Muffin That's my pet That's my dog okay. And also my daughter
0: Oh, your daughter. Okay. Yeah, no,
1: no, my dog. As in, like my. I, oh, don't your have dog a kid. is your daughter. My okay. My dog is my daughter. Yeah. Um.
0: What's your shoe size?
1: 11 45 um, Yeah.
0: Okay. Biggest pet peeve?
1: Uh, biggest pet peeve. I. Uh, that's something I don't like, right? I mean, like yeah. I get irritated with. I mean, that's. Uh, I hate people who make uh, noise when they eat. Okay. I just it. With their mouths open Yeah with their mouths And my wife does it all the time It's just like I want to bang my head Against a wall We let her know Yeah
0: Can you do any impressions Of people
1: I used to be able to do A lot of voice modulation Because I used to enjoy it And I used to watch A lot of Johnny Dever And stuff like that And uh, But uh, Impressions right away Um (laughs) <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's incredibly embarrassing, uh, but uh, yeah, I can do a little bit of Amir sir because I spent some time with him. Yeah, please so, do. Um, with him, everything is a little bit hurried. So it's like, ha, I do. I do. Ha, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, I yeah, no yeah, do. I it. do. No problem. Vibhav, you you come here. 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 It's like you know. It's like that kind <laughs> of thing. That's so, amazing. Yeah. So he and. He he has this thing where he he speeds up in the middle and he comes back down and it's so cute and he has this a wonderful way of speaking and I I in fact got fascinated with Bane and like and Batman has to make the Bane voice and
0: oh do I, that yeah. for us
1: uh, okay I put my foot in it now <laughs> uh, Bane voice okay I was wondering what would break first. Your spirit or your body—I don't know—somewhere, somewhere in wow. that, in that,
0: somewhere That's fantastic, in, that, in that,
1: somewhere in that zone where That's I amazing. was good at it at one point when I practiced, but now I've lost practice.
0: Nice. Hmm. And what makes you smile? Lastly,
1: honestly, the only, um, most of the time, my—you can ask my wife—I'm grumpy as hell. I'm a grumpy old baba, but uh, (laughs) the only thing that makes me smile is my puppy and she always brings a smile to my face so that's wonderful.
0: Okay. Well, you just made us smile here in the studio. Thank you. Before we end, we're going to ask you to answer two questions from our listeners. Okay. One is from Shan Kapadia who's asked, how would you quirk up a suit on the red carpet?
1: How would I quirk up a really interesting pocket uh, square?
0: Okay, uh, and or a tie—a
1: s- really interesting tie and a pocket square. That combo really works.
0: Like interesting, as in like polka dotted or a different color.
1: Different color and like you know something something unique. I mean, um, you know that would really stand out as a color and stuff like that. Even even a pair of. Um, I don't know if you can see it, but if you wear some slim pants, and uh, slim trousers, you can see a nice pair of socks. And that is also looks really interesting uh, with a good pair of shoes. So the suit is really, it, it, there's a lot of, part, of parts to a suit. And when I did Raymond, I realized that uh, very well because they used to, you know, everything from your cufflinks to everything matters. Yeah. So something interesting, one interesting element really makes a lot of difference.
0: Okay. And uh, Purvi Sikka has asked, one style rule that all women should break.
1: All women should break. Um, don't follow Bollywood. Okay. Um, you know, follow international trends. There are, there are some wonderful things that are happening abroad. And don't be afraid of, uh, oh, my body type is so, so this looks good on me. Like my, my wife does this all the time when she says, oh, I have broad shoulders, so I can't wear this. And I'm like, who the hell has come up with this damn rule? Yeah. You know, so you guys should break it all the time and like try out different things. Don't get stuck in the same thing that you wear all the time because that's, that's, and as a photographer, I would say that's no fun.
0: Okay. Thank you so much for talking to us, Vivan. We look forward to watching Dangal and wish you lots of success in the future.
1: Thank you. Uh,
0: Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Uh, Stay tuned for our next episode. You can catch us on Facebook at Stylogram Official and on Instagram at Stylogram underscore official. Don't forget to download our episode on iTunes and SoundCloud. And you can also subscribe to our episodes there. Catch you soon.